Good morning and congratulations. Thank you. Nice Thank win. You. Yeah, it's great to be on the winner's list. Yeah, nice to see you walking with a smile on your face there, bud. Very yes, good. it's nice for a change. Nice for a change. Uh, it's uh, always better after a win. You always pull up and you're not as sore and yeah. um, everyone's pretty happy. So it's a good week. And the big bragging mm. rights game too. You won the Derby, number 56, by 41 points, 108 to 67. Uh, apparently it was the highest scoring first quarter in Derby history. I trust that got the crowd Going off early? Yeah, it was a bit of a shootout. Yeah. Um, Oscar Allen was on track to have a big day. Um, they were getting got a lot of good looks out of the midfield, um, and we were sort of um, looking pretty dangerous as well. So um, it was going both ways, and we were thinking, geez, it's going to be a good game. So mm. we were luckily our defense um, picked up in the second half, and we were able to slow them down a bit. Um, but yeah, it was a good start. I think everyone was expecting a bit of an arm wrestle, to be honest. Um, we weren't sure what was going to happen after the form of both teams leading in, but then uh, big Luke Jackson got the goal, got the monkey off his back, and uh, most of you went to him, which was good to see. Yeah, no, it was great to see. It uh, definitely got us all up and about. We mm. we know he's had uh, a difficult two weeks, and um, we had a lot of belief in him within the four walls of the club, and I think he knew that, and we knew it was only a matter of time before he, he started playing some good footy, and it was great to see. You'd have to feel a bit for the Eagles. They were ravaged by injuries during the game. Seven with only one rotation on the bench. But to their credit, they stayed competitive until fatigue got them in the, you know, in the end in the last quarter. Yeah, no, it was a pretty tough, pretty tough day for them. You certainly feel feel bad. It's never something you want to see on the footy field. And yeah, they fought out the game really strongly. And um, yeah, we ran over the top of them in the end. But um, yeah, the effort was really great. And it was really unfortunate to see a lot of their players go down. It's something you never want to see. Yeah. Can you take us inside your world, mate? Because you're focusing on what you're doing and you, it's an you know, opponents are going off. And we're watching TV, so it's easy to see Shuey and McGovern and then uh, Cripsy go off. But are you noticing any of that stuff or are you getting told later? Uh, yeah. During, during the games, to be honest, it's sort of hard to notice. You're sort of focused on, uh, I don't know, what's happening in the game and who you're playing on. I suppose mm. the only people you, I really notice is when the forwards go off. So I, I noticed when Liam Ryan went down and, oh, right. yeah. and went off and because he's such a dangerous player, we're sort of thinking, oh, phew, we don't have to play him here anymore. Yeah. No, dangerous, came, to, I'm dangerous to himself flying that high. Oh, I know. And then he came back on and we were thinking, wow. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was, wasn't probably till three-quarter time that I started to realise, wow, they're really, really struggling here. Um, and yeah, we just focused on playing our footy and we knew if we kept running, we'd run over the top of them, and which we did. And um, yeah, it was pretty tough for them. Speaking of dangerous, can we just talk about Michael Frederick's uh, goal celebration for a second? I mean, it was pretty specky, but does the coach like miss a heartbeat? Don't land on your head. Don't land on your head. That's what I was sort of thinking. I was (laughs) like, oh my God, I'm so happy he landed that. Um, There's probably only one bloke in the team that could do it, and it's Rick. And it was was pretty amazing. It's like a backwards but sideways. flip, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know what it was. It's certainly not in my repertoire, but um, <laughs> but it was pretty amazing. It was a bit cir- amazing. little bit Cirque du Soleil, I think. I know, it, it was. was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the commentators loved it and so did the crowd. Um, what about Caleb Sarong? He's got another medal to his uh, to his, his collection, which is wonderful to see, but he just never stops working. He doesn't. He do- doesn't. He's, um, he's building sort of a great career at the moment. He's, uh, he's very young, but mm. he started really well and he loves playing in derbies, as you, as you can probably tell. It's uh, another Ross Glendening Allen medal um, and he was fantastic on the weekend. He was really fierce in the contest um, and really got the ball moving forward, so it was great to see. Who, do you, who else do you think were the BOGs on the day? Luke Jackson and Sean Darcy certainly yeah, smashed the hit out. Yeah, the big men were great. Yes. Um, Shawnee was really dominant in the ruck and took a few big marks. Sonny Walters I thought was really good. Um, he was mm. pretty exciting, got the crowd going. But yeah, those four were probably our strongest. Mm. Mm-hmm. This guy was pretty good too. One of the young leaders at Fremantle. 
They need a steady hand. They're trying to put this game beyond doubt. Young strikes. And Fremantle just kick ever so slightly away. Mate, you could not contain that smile. When defenders kick goals, you got to love it. But a bit of celebration there, good to see. Yeah, it was nice. It's actually funny. Um, Heath Chapman, when he kicked his first goal, was from a 50-metre penalty, and I always ripped into him and said it didn't <laughs> count because the umpires awarded it to him. So then when I kicked that one, um, I, had to, I said to Chappie, I was like, it doesn't count, mate, it doesn't count. 50-minute penalty. <laughs> but um, it was nice to get on the scoreboard and celebrate and uh, enjoy the moment. Yeah, so that's his second goal in the AFL, right? Second goal, Okay, yeah. well done. Hearing the crowd go off for you oh, like that yeah. must, just must be, you must pinch yourself. Yeah, you can't help it, really. Yeah. I was sort of trying to contain myself because, yeah. you know, it was last quarter we were up. But then when the crowd got going, I sort of had to give it a bit. And I was Absolutely. pretty excited. And so you should. Yeah. Now, Matt Johnson finally debuted for the club in the third quarter. You presented him with his jumper before the game. Was he jumping out of his skin? He was. Ready to go? He was super excited. Um, he's been working really hard to, to get this opportunity. Um, and it was great to see him out there. I actually ran off the ground as well. And he came on for me. Oh, right. So oh, nice. That was sort of a special moment too because I got yeah. to see him and he yeah. was pretty excited. And yeah. uh, He did really well. So hopefully we see him out there a lot more often. One guy who's going to be hard to match up on, he's starting to get to midfield time, is Switter. So Sam Switkowski, he's, uh, he's a very, very clever footballer, isn't he? He never stops. Yeah, he's super clever. I have to play on him quite a lot during the preseason and he's one of the toughest opponents to play on. He's um, so hard to, to catch and so hard to tackle and uh, he was brilliant on the weekend. He... Um, was really dangerous going forward and he's so um, yeah nifty and yeah, yeah. hard to catch and uh, he was really good for us so um, he's a really important player in our structure and he had a great game. Just one um, scary bit, Johnson in his new jumper that you gave him actually was subbed on for Heath Chapman who hurt his leg. How bad is is it? Is that? I don't think it's too bad. He okay. had a scan yesterday okay. uh, and he'll find out more today. Um, but I think it could be okay. We'll have to wait and see. All right. So first win of the season, you're on the board, you're in the game. In fact, you're ninth on the board, so mm. just outside the eight. Has the team breathed a collected sigh of relief? Um, I don't know if it's a sigh of relief, but certainly we're building a bit of confidence um, and it's we're heading in the right direction. We felt that uh, on the weekend we started to... Um, get back to our brand and play our type of footy, which we wanted to see. We still weren't at our best and we still have a lot of improvement and the Eagles really tested us, particularly in that third quarter. Um, but it's a step in the right direction and uh, it's positive signs. Mm. Off to Adelaide to play the Crows. Uh, they had their derby on the weekend and they're looking pretty good. They kick a lot of goals, so it's a lot of it's a, a big task for you guys in defence uh, this week. It is, yeah, and we really pride ourselves on Team D, so mm. this will be a great challenge. And um, I suppose we came up against the Crows in the pre-season and we know what... They'll potentially throw at us. Um, they looked really dangerous on the weekend. They're small forwards, particularly Isaac Rankin. Mm. Look, looked really dangerous in front of goal, so we're going to have our work cut out for us, and uh, we look forward to the challenge. Well, hopefully Chappie's playing because he can stand right on the uh, the defensive line in the last quarter, just in case like that game last year. He's good at that. Yep. He's really good at that. He's so hopefully day. he's out there. Well, it is an evenly matched match, mm, both, both when you do business on. Weirdly, with the fixtures, Fremantle don't play in Melbourne again until round 11, which is the last weekend in May. Are you doing that Adelaide... Stay, hang around Adelaide for a few games in a row thing. We are, yeah, yeah. We'll stay. That's yeah. not technically what the round's called. Hang around in Adelaide. Hang around for a Adelaide. Few games, yeah, I think it is. It's a good so, name. <laughs> something like hang that. Hang around, I'd gather, gather yeah. around in Adelaide. <laughs> gather yeah, around. we'll be in Adelaide for just over a week. Okay. Uh, so we right. play two games there within 
six days, yeah, um, which will be good. So I've got actually a bit of family coming across, which will be great to see because oh, obviously, nice. yeah, we're not back in Melbourne until around 11. Yeah. Um, so it'd be good to catch up with family. Do you get regular messages from family and your old mates back home, uh, you know, like after you kick the goal on the weekend or the derby win? I do, yeah. A lot of my um, family keep in touch. My aunties, um, one of my aunties lives in Shepparton and she's a member. Oh, um, right, Which cool. is funny because she doesn't live in WA, obviously. Yeah, yeah. She only gets to the Melbourne games, <laughs> but she sends me a message after most games and yeah, congratulated me on my, on my goal. And um, yeah, a lot of my mates keep in touch and it's always nice to hear from them. Yeah. At the end of last week, there was an announcement which I found quite amazing. It was announced the waffle is ending centre bounces, mm. which to me is football. You know, the centre bounce, the whistle, that's what it's yep. all about. But it's with the belief it will help improve the recruitment of umpires or something. What, are they scared of the centre bounce for some reason? It's, it's a tough skill, I guess. And, but, yeah, but mm. you're yeah, an umpire. It's, it's a strange one, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, it's strange. I love the centre bounce. I yeah. think it's a, a mm. part of the game and the history of the game. Um, it Absolutely. is a hard skill, so maybe that's um, why they're getting rid well, of it. But um, yeah, I'd love to see it stay. Yeah, it's always embarrassing when you see it go skew if and yeah, <laughs> to call yeah, it's it back not and, great. Yeah, but, I mean, isn't that part of being yeah, an umpire? End, learn mm, the centre bounce. Not the end of the world. Just throw it. Just call it back. Yeah, yeah, it back. that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's not like we have muddy grounds like the seventies. <laughs> Can you imagine a grand final with the whistle and the ball just being? <laughs> they just throw it up. up. Yeah, it looked yeah. like an under, underarm tennis serve, wouldn't it? That would be right. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit odd. Mate, uh, Lisa has mentioned to me a few times, I hadn't noticed in the last couple of days, Geelong on the bottom of the ladder after winning the flag last year and St Kilda up top. It, it, it does look weird early in the year, doesn't it? You can get things getting thrown around. On yeah, the I don't reckon you can look into it too much. Mm. Um, the, it was particularly with the ladder position. Um, yeah. As you said, we're what, ninth, but we're probably equal 16th or something. So. Yeah, <laughs> but 16th before the, the round. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so you can't look into it too much and... Um, yeah, we're just focusing on what we can control and um, if we keep putting wins on the board, the ladder will take care of itself. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think too many people have Geelong on the bottom of the ladder on their bingo card any year, though. No. It no. is. It does look strange. Especially with that team, my God. Now, bef- before you go, we just want to wish you a happy birthday for next Tuesday. Happy Thank you birthday, very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. Let's hope you kick another goal on the weekend as a present yeah, to yourself. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Well, my family are all going to be there, so oh, it'd nice. be nice to spend my birthday with the family, which so is yeah. great. Uh, what's that, hey? 2022, 20, 21? 22. 22 for 22. Well done, mate. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Hayden Young. Our Docker, 96FM.